Hey there and welcome. It's episode four of Herewish. My name is Gino. That fake enthusiastic voice I have going on is a complete lie. I'm really in a crummy mood. It's uh, the, the, the washer and dryer on in the background. The heat's on. The microphone keeps picking all of it up. My peas keep on popping in this mic. And, uh, and uh, I don't know, just, just a little, uh, just not feeling it. But you know what? We got a podcast to do and I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to step out of this bad mood. This podcast is brought to you by Scrabble. Why? Because I just happened to look down and I saw a game of Scrabble over there in the corner, which I can honestly say I've never played. But uh, anyway, hey, let's do it. Here's the podcast. do 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 it's the Heroish Podcast. This is not the theme song. The dryer's on in the background. Also, the heat's on. If you listen, you could probably hear it. This microphone is stupid. I'm in a bad mood. This is not the theme song. Do 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 do. Yeah, how about that? Welcome. You having a good week? I hope you are. I um. I had a birthday this past week, so really freaking pumped about that. It's always cool to get older. And um, what else happened this week that I could talk about? Oh, yeah. So um, on my birthday, I went and I I took my car to get inspected. You guys remember a couple weeks ago, uh, I talked about how um, I had a flat tire one day, and then I I changed that tire, got a new tire on it. and And then that same night, then another tire went flat. Change that. Got all that all fixed. Uh, the heat stopped working, which is always cool when it's like 10 degrees out. But occasionally I could get it working here and there. And um, so anyway, all seemed to be good. Went to take it to uh, to get it inspected on my birthday. And uh, I left it there overnight because I did a bunch of little festivities. And um, picked it up the next day. Everything was great. Passed with flying colors. And then... Uh, and then as I was driving to work that morning, the uh, a check engine light came on, which I've never seen the check engine light come on before on, on that car. And I said, you know what? I have pretty freaking good timing that the check engine light would come on the day after it passes inspection. Because, you know, if the check engine light comes on and you're getting inspected, it won't pass. But I pass with flying colors. Check engine light comes on. I'm like, ah, you know what? Probably going to have to get that looked at um, at some point, but let's not worry about it now. I'm making my hour venture uh, to work, and uh, usually when that light comes on, you know, some people drive with the check engine light on for months and months and months. Usually you have a little warning. It's like, hey, check the engine when you get a chance. The check engine light should say underneath it, when you get a chance. Anyway, apparently when it came on for me, it meant check the engine. Check the engine now. Do it. Do it. Do it right now. Do it. Do it. Ah, forget it. It's too late. Because five minutes up the road, the whole car starts shaking. The engine's shaking. I drop from 60 down to 50. I can't accelerate past 50. Everything's shaking. Smoke is coming out, billowing out from uh, <laughs> under the hood. And, um, and I have to pull over. And then I open up the hood as if I know what's going on under there. But you know what? I had a pretty good inkling. It was the engine. And and smoke came out everywhere. And I tried to start it again. And the whole car shook. I shut it off. I turned it on again. It wouldn't start. And, uh, And that was it. Car died. Car died in the middle 
of a of a route in the middle of nowhere, basically. And uh, it was about ten degrees out. I didn't have cell phone reception, so I started knocking. Luckily, it was you know I think it was like eleven in the morning, maybe even earlier. Luckily, I um. It was daytime because I was knocking on people's doors and uh, I was thinking, you know what, this is 2018. People don't answer their their phone for anyone, let alone, are they going to answer a door for some weirdo? And uh, I was right for the most part. Nobody answered their door, and uh, which is good because I thought, you know, there's a good chance I could get shot. So uh, I got back in the car. I can't call anybody. I'm trying to figure out what do I do? Do I walk all the way back? It's freezing cold. It's kind of far. It was about I was about five and a half miles uh, from the house at that point, so um, I said, "You know what? Let me cross this this highway, and uh, there's another house over there. Let me try some more houses. Maybe someone will let me use their Wi-Fi, and I can message someone to to get out of here." So um, I knock on uh, the house that I see. Nothing. I start to walk back towards the car because I figure, well, I'm just gonna. Have to walk. I'll grab my stuff and I'll walk. And uh, a guy comes out and he says, "Hey." And I said, "Hey, sorry about that. I uh, I was wondering, uh, my phone's not working and my car just broke down. Is it okay if I use your Wi-Fi?" The guy was like, "Come on in. You're not scared of dogs, are you?" And uh, I said, "No, no, no, no." And uh, he said, "All right, come on in." And he said, "Here, use my phone." So uh, I made a couple phone calls. Couldn't get a hold of anybody. I said, "You know what? Don't worry about it. I'm just gonna." Just gonna walk back, and he told me he said that's uh, it's freezing out there. It's like five and a half miles. I'll uh, I'll give you a ride. So what a wonderful guy, good Samaritan, gave me a ride back home, and um, called into work. Didn't actually. I said, you know what? I'm trying to figure out a way there, and they said, no, don't worry about it. We'll cover your shift. Just uh, get the car figured out. And um, what I figured out was the car's dead, and uh, <laughs> so I had to pay to get it towed back here. And uh, that's it. I work in radio, so there's there's really no alternative. I have no uh, I have bad credit, as Chris Rock once said. My credit's so bad they won't accept my cash, and uh, I have no money saved up. So um, you know, there's no buying a new car. There's at this point looking on Craigslist and hoping you know, I can find somebody that has something for like a grand and and call them and say, hey, is it okay if like uh, in a month? You know, you put to the car to the side and, and I'll, I'll pay in a month. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, that's my situation. So uh, I hope you had a wonderful week. But I'm fine. You know? I mean, what am I going to do? Cry about it? Get mad? I said, I started this podcast saying I'm in a crummy mood today. But it has nothing to do with that. I, uh, I think I'm just a little annoyed. Maybe I'm a little hungry. Maybe I need a shower. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because I literally showered 20 minutes ago. So, um, you know what? Sometimes we're all allowed to be in a crummy mood. And, uh, and that's that. You know, I, I feel like I've spent my whole, my adult life focusing on all the things that I don't have. Like, when I was younger, I was constantly living in the future. Dreaming about all the things I was going to become one day. All the things I was going to acquire. All these experiences I was going to have. This rock star status. Uh, you know, live in a big mansion, taking care of everybody with all this money. And that mindset kept me in this constant dreaming mode. Constantly striving for that lifestyle 
and not appreciating the lifestyle I had in front of me. And as the years went on, that very same mindset started to make me depressed and bitter and angry because I thought about constantly all the things I didn't have. I didn't have that life I thought I was going to have when I was younger. And, um, and I felt like I hadn't succeeded in my race against time. And, and I thought it was going to go so differently. I remember turning 30, and uh, I always said I was going to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. And not like, oh man, you know what, that would be cool to be a billionaire or a millionaire. I mean, I actually knew and I believed in my heart of hearts that when I was 30, I would be a millionaire. I'd be able to take care of everybody and not worry about things and fly where I wanted to fly and drive where I wanted to drive and live where I wanted to live and just have that life. And um, and then when I actually did turn 30, I was working at TGI Fridays, living in the same house I grew up in. My dad was in a nursing home, my mom was passed away, and uh, I didn't have any money to my name. And in my mind, I was a total failure. I started comparing myself to other successful people and how much further they were than, than me when they turned 30. I thought, Will Smith, Will Smith, when he was like 18, he sold a million copies of a CD and won a Grammy and all this stuff. That was when he was 18. That was 12 years ago for me. And you start to just look at everyone successful and where they were at certain ages, where they were when they were 30. They'd already been successful for a decade. And I'm working at TGI Fridays. And um, I started to look at all my dreams and goals and I thought, well, that's it. I lost. I'm a failure. And that year, when I turned 30, I, I pretty much I locked myself in my house I became pretty depressed and cold and distant from my friends and the people around me. All because I turned 30 and I thought it was some monumental thing and that I had failed it. Like turning 30 was my wedding day and instead of marrying the girl of my dreams, I was walking down the aisle with like a goldfish. Like in my head, that was, that was how much I had screwed up. My perspective was all off. I was looking at all the things... That I didn't have. Once again. But. If I would have just changed my perspective. Ever so slightly. Not not a huge perspective switch. Just. If I would have just looked a little off. To the side. I would have seen that. I had a roof. Over my head. The, the comfort of the house that I grew up in. I had a job. And while it wasn't what I wanted to do in my life. It was, it was still a job. I could go to every day, I could have fun, be around people, make money that I could buy things with that I needed, food and <laughs> Reese cups and all the things that made me happy. I had that money, I could do it. And above all that, I had an amazing army of great friends around me. I was in a band with four of my best friends. We were this tight-knit circle of just awesomeness that people search years to find and I had it right there <clears throat> just uh just a bunch of friends <clears throat> excuse me my friends threw me a surprise birthday party when I turned 30 and it was amazing I was surrounded by a lot of goodness all the things that make someone's life a success I had but I didn't see it 
because I was fixated on turning 30 and not accomplishing my childhood dreams. My perspective was all off. You hear the washer in the background? Don't worry about it. Um, my perspective was all off. And it, I'd love to say it changed after that, but you know what? It didn't. I spent years after that 30th birthday the same exact way. And I think as humans, our brains oftentimes go to the... They go to the negative. Like, we have to train ourselves to look at things differently. Maybe it's, you know, our reptile lizard brain wants to see what's bad around us so it can protect us. And I know not everybody's like that. Maybe you're listening to this and you're saying, man, that must suck because I I look in the bright side. That's awesome. Uh, Lots of us don't. But looking on the bright side is a huge factor in our happiness in life. And ultimately, looking on that positive side is a huge factor in our success in life. It's all about perspective and gratitude. So, today here, where I live, it's rainy. It's about 50 degrees. And um, it felt kind of nice. It was like an early spring day, only it's January. And the fact that it was 50 and raining... and Actually, no, it's beginning of February now, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the fact that it was 50 and raining in February was awesome. It's a rainy day in the lower 50s, and it's nice because it's supposed to be freezing cold right now. But, when you think about it, this would be a horrible day if it was June. Right? The the uh, washer's done. You hear that? Um, <clears throat> yesterday was like 40-something degrees, and the sun was shining, which is an amazing upstate New York day for January, February. But it's an absolutely horrible day if we're in Florida. So perspective is everything. The past couple days have looked pretty cool because it's supposed to be crummy. But, like I said, if this was June or if we were in Florida, 40s and 50s drizzling rain would seem horrible. It's all about perspective. It's all about gratitude. Think about that. You know, once again, it comes back to I could be a a raging lunatic about my car right now, but I still got it okay. I still got it pretty good. I still have my job. I just got to figure out how to get there. (laughs) I still have an awesome house, family, wonderful people around me. And, um, and hey, that's that. I mean, how many times do we eat out somewhere and complain about how slow the server was and how bad the food tastes? But imagine someone in our same exact position at that restaurant who's been starving. They wouldn't care that the server was slow with the ranch dressing or <laughs> or anything like that, or that the food was kind of bland. They would be thrilled that they were eating. What an amazing thing. You're out and someone's serving you food. <clears throat> the examples could go on and on. We're all guilty of it. Just part of being a human being, I think. I probably complain more than anybody I know. But sometimes I think we need to zoom out of our situation when we are feeling negative and change our perspective. See it from a different angle. Literally zoom out in your mind and look at the big picture. If you were an alien in a UFO, look at all this wonder we're surrounded by. And um, and you got to be grateful. Even if it's forced at first. 
yeah, the chicken's bland at this restaurant, but I'm thankful I'm eating. Yeah, it's raining out right now, but I'm thankful I'm not freezing. Way easier said than done, but it's going to cause way more happiness if we start to look at things like that. Once again, even if it's forced, at first it starts to change starts to change your mindset. I read something the other day that said the poorest I think the poorest 5% of Americans are still richer than 68% of the rest of the world. When you think about that, I mean, what else do you need? Think about it. On your poorest day, when you have a dollar to your name and you can't figure out how you're going to pay for gas that day or whatever the case may be, you still have more money than most of the world. You're still in a better situation than most of the world. <clears throat> and uh, we need to hear that every once in a while, especially as Americans, because we're, we're, we're spoiled. Perspective is everything, and gratitude is key. I guess that's the theme for today's podcast. <clears throat> so how does this apply to the creative process? I don't know. I don't know. Use it to your advantage. See things from a different angle. When you think about it, creativity is all about how we absorb the world and surround us and the art or creations that we spew back out from what we see from the world or what we're feeling. So if you always see the dark or negative, then your creations are going to reflect that. And a lot of people feel like art has to be deep and brooding and dark and that happiness or positivity is cheesy, but... And you know what? I bought into that for years too. And I still do sometimes. But it doesn't have to be that way. There's that old Maya Angelou quote about... What is it? People won't remember what you did. They only remember how you made them feel. Or whatever. I don't think that's the exact quote. But whatever it is, it's true. People will remember how you made them feel. And uh, so why not shine some light out there? I'm pretty sure I spent a good portion of my life focusing on the negative and reflecting the negative, and sending out pretty negative vibes. You know? Like I did when I started this podcast, only way worse than that. Way more brooding and depressed and dark and complaining. I sent out a lot of negative vibes, because that's the way my mind processed everything, and I'm done doing that. And I hope that if your brain works that way, then you're done doing that too. And I only did that Because my perspective was in the wrong place. And I wasn't being grateful for the things I had around me. I remember like a month or so ago, I I got a final notice thingy from the electric company. Because I was late on the bill and they were about to shut the power off. And I was depressed and I was embarrassed and angry at myself and angry at my life. How could I be making such little money at my age that the power is going to get shut off? My life sucks. I was angry. And that same day, I was brooding over that. I was watching TV, and there was an earthquake in another country. I can't remember I can't remember where the country was. Why? Because I'm a selfish American. I forget important things like that. It was an earthquake in another country, and I know that the people looked different from me, and they spoke different. And uh, the point is, it hit me like a sledgehammer as I saw that footage. These people... These people are already poor, and now they've lost their power, they lost their homes, their families, their belongings, and everything, 
and I'm having this horrible day because the electric company is mad at me because I'm a way to wait on my bill. And I think because of that, my life sucks. But come on, Gino. You got a roof over your head and a family and a job. You got food. And guess what else? You got no earthquake. You get it. I literally had it made compared to these people. So why am I mad about a bill? You know? And in that moment, my perspective changed. And it made me grateful for what I had around me. And I just think that we can train our brains to see the positive. And even though it's work at first, it'll start to just become the way we see things. And we will, in turn, start to shine that positivity positivity out on to others and change the way they feel. That's what it's all about. There's already more than enough people being negative out there. I don't need to tell you that. If you have Twitter and Facebook and the internet, then you already know that. 30 seconds going on one of those websites, and it's negativity. And <clears throat> the world needs more light. You need more light inside of you for your own well-being, for your future, to keep fighting this fight. Not only the creative fight, but the fight of life. And that fight won't feel like much of a fight anymore. It'll feel like a journey and an adventure. If you change your perspective and have gratitude. That's what I learned today. That's what I learned this week. (laughs) You know? Think about all the positives. You have ears that work. You can hear this amazing podcast. You have the money for the technology, be it whatever you're listening on this, uh, on your smartphone, whatever. You have the money and the technology to enjoy something like that. That someone somewhere else doesn't have that. You know, you have hope in your heart and you want to be better. You have creativity. I'm guaranteeing you have all those things if you're listening to this. So there's a start right there. So change your perspective. Get creative. Get grateful. Go out there and conquer it. And that's it. I'm off my high horse for for this episode. This is it. But um, I wanted to <clears throat> I wanted to say all that. I guess change your perspective and look on the bright side, and things are gonna get better. And um, I want to give a shout out to uh, to Adam as always, Adam Ruth for for listening and being so supportive. Adam has been uh, diligently writing on the side every time he gets inspired, and uh, I'm grateful that that he's been inspired by this podcast. I've been inspired by him when he uh, comments on the Facebook page and tells me that he forced himself to write. So uh, big ups on you, on your journey, Adam. Thank you for listening. Uh, Jordan, once again, thank you for listening. Hope you had a wonderful birthday the other day. I know it's going to be a great year for you. And congratulations on your new job. That's an awesome thing. 2018 is already... Um, you know, wonderful a lot of people. Wonderful for a lot of people. I don't... I'm very parched. Hold on, let me take a sip of water. I didn't realize I had this water sitting next to me. Mm, 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 mm. I'm grateful for water. I really am. What an amazing thing water is. Think about it. Literally, in another country right now, in an African country or another third world country, water is a luxurious thing. They have to literally walk miles 
with a bucket on their head. It's usually the women doing it. To come back with a bucket of water that once again, it's not just, oh, I walk to the corner and I walk back with some water. And think about it. Even if we had to do that, that would be a humongous pain in the ass. But no, these people walk miles just to get a bucket of water so they can bathe and drink it. And I just reached over to my left. I'm going to do it again because it was a... Hold on. Mm. Mm. Great sip of water. So there you go. I'm grateful for water. And I'm grateful for uh, for you for listening, for your feedback. Thank you to Randy. Randy Layton has been awesome. He's been an awesome support. He listens to me on the radio, on my radio show, and he listens to the podcast. And he's a wonderful writer. I want to give him a shout out. Orange Boy is the name of one of his books he sent me. And um, it's awesome. Talks about his life. He gets creative with different stories. It's broken up into different sections. And he talks about autism, which is amazing to hear because I think a lot of people are still very confused about autism and what it entails. And he kind of gives us a peek into that world, what it's like for a person who's autistic. So uh, I want to hear more from Randy. I want Randy to keep writing because the world needs to hear his story. So thank you for listening, Randy. Thank you for all the new listeners out there. Please subscribe. If you like this, tell your friends if they're on a creative journey, just this journey to make 2018 better. And, um, and yeah, subscribe. What am I trying to say? Facebook. Yes. Thinking about social media. There's, there's a Twitter page and there's an Instagram page, but go to the Facebook page. If you would facebook.com slash hero ish podcast and, um, and say hello. And then, uh, you can join the the discussion group. Forgot what I called it. I think it's the hero's layer where we can, we can talk about all the things. We can talk about your projects, what you have going on what you like about the show, what you hate, and um, we'll build a little community. So once again, facebook.com slash heroish podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'm looking forward to next week's show, and uh, we'll just keep building it. We'll just keep getting better and better and better, all right? So thank you. That's it. Have a lovely week. I love you. Bye-bye.